0: is LEGO Football. Here's the Fiorentina supporters. We're at the Artemio Franchi in Florence for Serie A Monday. It's the final game of match day nine. And this is a special edition of the LEGO Football podcast. We are on the culture road trip, where we do four games in five days. We have been to Milan, we've been to Cremona. Now we're in Florence, and tomorrow we go to Naples. We don't know when we're going to air this, but we will. Uh, we've been had a busy day on the sushi, and uh, Emmett, on a couple of spritzes. Emmett Gates joining me here.
1: Pleasure to be here, David. Pleasure to be here. Great to be back with Artemio Frankie. My first time back here since 2010. And a 2-1 win for Palermo against uh, Fiorentina the last time I was here. Josep Elisic and Javier Pastore scored that day. But this time I'm hoping for a, a Laviola victory against Lazio.
0: Big, big uh, sea of purple here.
1: Yeah, I think maybe, obviously it's still not full, but I'd say maybe 30,000, 32,000. 30,
0: what's, the, what's the capacity here?
1: I think it's 40,000.
0: 40, Somewhere around that. So, it's
1: about uh, 75%.
0: Yeah, at the moment, we're still 20 minutes from kickoff. When uh, Lazio Lazio's f- uh, players were just warming up in front of us with Pedro, Luca Romero, Chiro, Zaccagni, and Fiorentina players just gone back into the dressing room. And uh, we're looking forward to this one because it's the last game of this match day numero nove, and we've had a hectic few days, but we're going to take you through a few of the results. This is going to be an on-the-road edition, a special edition for this match day number nine. It all started with Saturday's action. We were in Milan, but uh, Inter were away in Sassuolo. A 2-1 win, in with a double, and Fratesi with a goal for Sassuolo. Good recovery, we could say, to recovery for Inter.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Big, big result for Simone and Zaghi. The pressure was on after beating Barcelona in the Champions League. Then the return to winning WES in the in the Campionato, especially with Inter so far down the league. The pressure was on for the Nzagi to get something, and Jacko came up with a moderate most. Obviously, with Lukaku out and Latro Martinez not really scoring, Jacko has kind of come, come to the fore when needed most. And yeah, two goals, and that, that's a good win for Inter.
0: Big result, as well as never an easy place to yeah, go. Never, especially not at home. Even,
1: no matter how many players they lose, you know, in a, in a transfer window, they're always difficult to beat at
2: home.
0: Well, definitely not an easy place to go, the Mabe Stadium, but another place that's not easy to go is the San Siro, Emmett. What did you think of that game, Juventus losing? And you're a bit of a Juventino, the old lady, kind of a little bit of a, a mild cardiac arrest there in Milan.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, to be fair, after the first 15 minutes, I think Juventus definitely played like an old lady. They were very slow. Progress. They were very good in the first half hour. Yeah, in the first 15, 20 minutes, they were pretty good, but... I felt, as the game went on, they were devoid of ideas, devoid of creativity, very slow, very ponderous. And to be fair, I think...
0: Milan by... wriggled their way back into the match. They didn't look that great in the first 20, 30 minutes. Perhaps a blow to their confidence with a match away at Chelsea, which you went to during the week in London, a 3-0 loss in the Champions. And then, while we were off getting a beer, what happens? Of yeah. course Milan score.
1: Yeah, Vico Tamori scored we were off getting a beer, so we missed that goal, but we witnessed the best goal of the game, Brahim Diaz's brilliant run, dribbled past Bonucci and slotting it home past uh, Warchek-Sichesnik. And uh, I think in the end Milan were good for the win, but yeah. I mean that's a dominant indictment on Juve because Milan actually weren't that particularly brilliant and they didn't have to be, in truth.
0: But it was good enough.
1: But it was good enough when they got the job done.
0: And the three points, they're three points off Napoli now, who are still on top, but before we get to Serie A Sunday, Bologna with a 1-1 draw against Sampdoria, Djuricic with the goal for Samp, not a bad result for their new coach, Dejan Stankovic, back in his neck of the woods. You know, Samp still on the bottom, I guess. That's the problem.
1: Yeah, I mean, Stankovic will be happy. first game away to Bologna, never easy. Obviously, Sampdoria are propping up the league at this point. So for them to come away from the, the Dalora with a point, uh, I said Stankovic will be happy with that.
0: Yeah, and I'll, I'll just a quick mention going out to Andrea, who is uh, with us for this trip. He came with us to the San Siro, he's been to Cremona, he's here in Florence, he's been to this stadium before. You were here for Fiorentina Udinese, and you were in the corporate box last time, but you're here with us for the LEGO Football culture road trip. How are you enjoying the three days so far, Andrea?
2: Oh, I have uh, enjoyed lo- a lot, I have to admit, and uh, I hope my present today will bring more luck. I really hope to see some action and uh, Fiorentina defend well against Lazio.
0: Yeah, and, and Andrea is from Milan, born and bred, and it was his first time back to the San Siro on Saturday night, so you'll hear more about him as we put together some of the uh, audio and visual over the past few days as we bring up a little bit of a road trip video that over the next couple of weeks to our listeners but it's good to be here it's a monday night and uh, perfect conditions for f- football andrea what do you think
2: i think we're very close to the pitch uh, the air is clear and uh, we can see the match very well and the atmosphere is great so can't wait for a game to start
0: and calcio paradiso you could say this week we're going to finish in naples and we're going to do some more recording there and another podcast as the Ground announcer starts to G everyone up. And uh, there's a lot more people in here all of a sudden. They've all come in in true Italian style in the last five minutes before kickoff. We're going to Saturday while we're uh, waiting for the players to come out. Torino Empoli 1-1. It was an arm wrestle. Empoli probably lucky with that result. Torino with a couple of disallowed goals. Monza with a third straight win. Raffaele Palladino, three from three. Meraviglioso, Emmett. Unbelievable. Yeah manager of the season already, you would say. And he started off, he'll be manager of the month at this rate, and all started with Juventus.
1: I think, to be fair, beating Juventus, beating Juventus these days isn't a, a great deal, but it was it was historic for Monza. The first ever win in Serie A came against Italy's biggest side, and they've kept that momentum going now. Three wins on the trot, I think,
0: Yeah, Monza. Yeah, three on the trot. Three from three for Palladino, he's taken over from Stroppa. Everyone applauding Emmett's comments there, I think. Salernitana 2-1 over Verona to come to Davide Nicola, who I guess he's doing okay this season. They're kind of mid-table, bottom of the table, in and around there, and Verona at the bottom. And Gabriele Cioffi on his way out. Udinese, Atalanta, Emmett, look at this. I mean, that's the fourth week in a row Udinese has come from behind to get a result.
1: Yeah, and exactly that was... That was second against third yeah. encounter, like, that's the Champions League place. Uh, match and it was, you know, it was a, we, we watched some of this game in the hotel in Cremona and it was a decent game from the highlights that we saw, obviously it ended 2-2. Oh,
0: wonderful goals there, yeah. the LFL, of course, Lukman getting on the score sheet again and Udinese managed to stay in third place with that yeah. result and Napoli fans were happy with that result because Atalanta would have had 23 points. If they pegged them back, they've nicked two points off Atalanta's total. Free from desire, remember this from Finalissima. Sorry, listeners, we're just having a memory here from Wembley back in June when we went to see Italy, Argentina. Here we go. Ready? One, two, three. Huh. Free from desire. Free, Free from, from desire. desire. No one knows the words in Italy. Free from, from desire. desire. da 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 that uh, we do <laughs> uh, DJ cut it but uh, so we'll go back to <laughs> study our Saturday's uh, results with Inese in a really good uh, period of form Atalanta pegged back Napoli it looked as though Keremonez might take a result they, they were able to to quell the threat from Napoli for most of the game uh, penalty from Politano the equaliser coming from Dessers, and we were there at the Stadio Giovanni Zini for this. Good little town Cremona is, honestly. what yeah. do you think of that?
1: Yeah, it was a uh, obviously myself, you, David, and Andrea, none of us had ever been to Cremona. It was our first time, and it's a great little town. Would highly recommend it to anyone for a day. And, you know, the Stadio Zini is a gr- Giovanni Zini is a great little stadium, very enclosed. You're close to the action, no matter where you sit. And it was a really good game, really thoroughly enjoyable. And I think the, the three of us all walked away thinking, yeah, it was a really good game. And we'd uh, come back, wouldn't we? Yeah, we'd we definitely would come back, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bit of.
0: A bit Argentina of. Fiorentina fans unhappy with Lazio fans here. Yeah, a bit of word slinging. It'd be a back bit, bit of biffo, mate. Yeah. So, Cremona, a lovely little town. There's Giovanni Zini, good place to watch football. They're up from Serie B. They were looking for their first ever win. Well, first ever win since, you know, 1996, that is in Serie A. And they were hoping they could do it against the top of the table side from Campania region, Napoli, where we're heading off tomorrow. Napoli ending up scoring three sort of late-ish goals. They were winning 2-1 with probably, what, 10 minutes to go from, from memory. Simeone.
1: coming up with a textbook header from Mario Rui. What a in ball, oh.
0: what a ball from that left back, you know, Mario what a player Rui he is.
1: Gorgeous left foot, gorgeous left
0: foot. Yeah, and uh, Lozano getting his first goal and also the Uruguayan.
1: New him in the summer, Mateus Oliveira. So
0: he's he's going well. Uh, we'll just go to Andrea on the other side here. Andrea, what did you think of Cremona as a town and as a stadium with the Giovanni Zini? We went to watch the Napoli game. Did you? Enjoy our quick 24-hour stint in Cremona.
2: I have to say the seats were very tiny. Uh, obviously <laughs> built for tiny, tiny people. But the town was great, and it was also a very friendly Cremona lady uh, that we talked to. So the people were very nice, True, and yeah. the atmosphere was great. So yeah, she it was worth she, it. she
0: was courageous, wasn't she? Because yeah. she was in amongst a lot of blue jerseys, and she had a grey and red scarf on, and. When Cremonese equalized, it was 1-1, and she was up and screaming, jumping up and down. We've got some footage with her as well and some photos, so uh, we'll post those online. But all in all, great experience on Ciro to Cremona. We're now here. It's about to kick off with Fiorentina and Lazio. He's excited. Here come the players. So everyone's uh, got the viola song coming. Here we go. Flags waving. The bandiere, the scarves are up. We'll record this on the old phone as well. Here we go. With that result, Napoli back on top, Emmett, and they have the outright lead now by two points, thanks to Udinese pegging back Atalanta. Napoli, nine games undefeated, just like Atalanta are, but they have seven wins, two draws, 23 points, and in your opinion, do they deserve this lead at the top of the standings?
1: Oh yeah, by far and away, they're the best team at the moment in Serie A, and arguably the most informed team in Europe. It's likely it won't last, like, they can't keep up this pace, I don't think, but they've been brilliant so far.
0: Christian Panucci having a go at Spalletti, saying that he he won't be able to keep it up. We'll see what happens this week. We're off to tomorrow. Here's the old O Generosa song as the game is about to start, Emmett. Uh, The place is buzzing. Look at those Lazio flags over there. There's a good couple thousand of them there, I think, now in that uh, bottom corner. The other end is packed and pumping. Players shaking hands, and we're going to go and we'll resume this pod probably at halftime. All right, we're, we're back in the second half here. We're right at the death in stoppages, and Chili Mobile just netted Lazio's fourth goal. Emmett, it's been all one-way traffic on the scoreboard.
1: Yeah, Fiorentina haven't even really looked like it's going after the first ten minutes.
0: A couple of half chances, and they probably should have been in the lead. Yeah, Icone on. couldn't quite dive get to the ball in time and then we all saw what happened with Lazio look at the supporters over there in the far corner they are loving life and just in front of us there's uh, a few Lazio supporters three or four in front of us directly and then a bunch over to our right and um, at 4-0 I mean they feel like they own this stadium the few in amongst the thousands of Fiorentina fans around us
1: yeah the puff on the chest so Owning the, the, the this side of the, the stadium.
0: How old do you think their leader is that's just in front of us? Uh, he's wearing a Lucas Lazio jersey. He looks no more than six or seven. Five. Maybe six. five.
1: And he's, he's, the, he's the boss of this section of the stadium.
0: He's the boss and he's been turning around and uh, taunting some of the Fiorentina fans, especially when it was 2-0. Turned around and the hands behind the ears and looking them straight in the eye as well.
1: He had no fear, absolutely no fear, and for me he was my man of the match.
0: Phenomenal yeah. stuff, and yeah. we're retweeting it as well, so for those who want to see the footage, we, we actually caught it on camera, one of the taunts in particular. Yeah. Man well, of the match, you say? And it could be five. It could be five, we're in, deep into stoppages. Cheadle's there, no, yeah. he dives, I think he's injured himself there. Lazio's still with the ball, we'll see at these few final minutes.
1: Yeah, Lazio looked like scoring every time they, 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 they ventured forward.
0: Yeah, they're very organised. Yeah, very. And Andrea, this is your second consecutive visit to the Artemio Franchi where the home side will lose 4-0. Are you the unlucky charm? I think at this point I am, and
2: uh, I might never come back again.
0: <laughs> I think Fiorentina might actually pay you a fortnightly fee not to come back.
2: Yes, I think it's a very good idea, and I hope they never found out about this because uh, I might become in trouble.
0: Maybe Lazio will pay you and Udinese. Oh, no, they should. They definitely should. Anyone listening from Lazio? or uh, Udinese. I'll give you Andrea's details if you want them. He is Fiorentina's unlucky charm. Any other clubs that want to hire Andrea, just let us know for whenever they visit Florence. But uh, the Viola, not looking good for them. A 4-0 defeat. We'll see them stay in and around the bottom half of the table. And Lazio, with this result, they go back above Milan into fourth. And they are part of that top four with Napoli, Atalanta, Udinese and uh, the Bianco Celeste, Maurizio Sari's been active on the sideline. He's had the Siggy, always has that Siggy in the mouth. sigaretta, and uh, Fiorentina almost with a late chance, looks like they might score, but Lazio mop it up and switch play and they're away again. Look at that touch from Pedro. Here comes Luis Alberto, the run from Cancellieri unused. Luis Alberto goes back to Pedro, tries the lob. That's a good four or five metres <laughs> over the top of goal. It's been a, a good experience though. It's my first time at the Artemio Franchi to see a match. And what a stadium it is. Nearly 40,000 people. Yeah. And very easy to get to for those who want to visit. And uh, of course, the city of Florence. Spectacular. Final whistle goes. It's Fiorentina 0, Lazio 4. And you can hear the whistles from the home fans. satisfaction to say the least as Fiorentina succumbed to a massive home loss. We're going to take you through some of the other results, this being the last match of the round, of course. Lazio's crosstown rivals also winning a 2-1 win over Lecce with Smalling and uh, Dybala. It's Trafetta on the score sheet. It takes Reimer, keeps them up in the European calculations for next season. And as the Fiorentina Players leave the park. There's another round of fistiche. All the whistles coming through. They are
2: fuming.
0: I must say though, some of the Fiorentina fans they are staying and they're, they're still waving the flag. So good to see. Even though a big loss here to Lazio, Fiorentina fans, some of them have stayed to wave the flag regardless of the result. And That's what it's all about, supporting the team and uh, making sure you turn up to the stadium week in, week out. But Vecino Zaccagni, Alberto and Immobile on the score sheet here. We're going to take you through some Serie B. We'll do that on the walk back to the middle of Florence. Romagnoli coming over the Lazio captain to see some of the, the fans that braved it in amongst all these Fiorentina supporters, the Lazio fans, and he quite kindly hands over his match, Indosata Maglia, the, the shirt that's match-worn, Emmett.
1: The only one. He's looking Except
0: good, Romagnoli. He scored against uh, Spezia, that nice left-foot volley yeah. last weekend. He'll he just hope
1: he, he'll not face uh, Romelu Lukaku anytime soon.
0: Here they go, over to their fans. <laughs> what a season for Ivan Providel, turning that around, uh, coming on to the... Match day one after Maximiliano got sent off and he's made the most of it. He's in the Italian squad. We'll leave you with the sound of the Lazio supporters.
2: This is Lego Football. We've
0: experienced a bit of everything. We have experienced it, as Andrea was just saying. We've experienced a little bit of everything. In the middle of the joyous Napoli fans, we were at the San Siro to see Those Milan fans rejoice, even Andrea felt the emotions of when he was a kid, being a a Rossonero fan, but here, it has been nothing but pain for Fiorentina fans. And we were right in the middle of them with about what half a dozen to to a dozen Lazio fans that were scattered around and little Lucas with his jersey, loving life and heckling everyone.
1: The star of the show.
0: Yeah, we're just outside the Frankie now, walking back towards the main part of Florence. Lazio back to 20 points, Emmett, and they are above Milan, equal with Udinese, and Fiorentina will stay on nine points. That's a shocking start for them. Torino, 11 points in 10th place. That's Andrea's team, actually. He's a 3-0 supporter. That's where he's got his family roots. Verona and Sampdoria in the bottom two. Not a massive surprise, but uh, you would expect them to be higher up the table than some others. Monza with a miraculous recovery since... Paladinos come in with the three wins in three games. Lecce and Bologna just outside the relegation zone. Serie B, Emmett. Como, they got a win their first of the season over Perugia. Both of them at the bottom of the table, though. Sutirol maintained some decent form. 1-1 draw with Benevento. That's uh, no easy match ever against the Camporas men. Sunday's action. Modena, second win in a row away at Ascoli. Not too bad. Mid-table now, Uh, Brescia 1, Cittadella 1, Pisa nil, Parma nil, and we just interviewed Alessandro Ciccati, the Parma defender, he didn't start in this one, but in the end Parma with the away point, and Pisa holding off, pretty good Parma side. Tadnana, they are the surprise packet, along with Bari so far, a 3-0 win over Palermo for Tadnana in Terni, and Lucarelli, he's got them firing. Yeah, it's going good. Sampagna's old side. Remember the old Sampagna from Atalanta and Messina? That's where he's from. Venezia losing at home to Bari 2-1. Bari, top of the table. Uh, and looks like uh, Ivan Javadric is in a bit of trouble. The coach, uh, they just cannot find the goal often enough. And a little bit leaky at the back for the, the
1: two De La teams, top of...
0: That's a good point. That's a very good point. He's loving life at the moment. He's the boss of both leagues.
1: Yeah,
0: he owns Italian football at the moment. Yeah. Fiorentina 2-0 win over Spal. De Rossi was rumoured to be taking this over. Haven't seen the news this afternoon because we've been busy and without internet. Because every time you're around a football stadium in this country, you seem to lose everything.
1: Yeah, but we did notice that Spal's uh, official Twitter account seemed to have uh, posted a teaser. Maybe that De Rossi was taking over?
0: Well, they probably have since, since we last looked. Uh, Pippos, Super People's Regina, three. Cosenza, nil, and Cosenza. Their good, they're good uh, What sequence of form comes to an end. Regina, top of the table, with this result, with Bardi. And the, both of the pair of them on 18 points, as we nearly get run over by this hatchback that looks like it's seen better days. Uh, Tanana now shoot up into third with Brescia on 16. Frosinone, Genoa, Parma and Cosenza round out the eight. Caleri still just below and also got to mention Caleri in Genoa. Uh, this match was played on Friday night, nil all draw between the two relegated Serie A sides from last season. It all in 10th place on 11 points. What a turnaround for them. At the bottom there though, Perugia, Como, Pisa, three teams you wouldn't have expected there, Palermo, in the playoffs out zone with Venezia. That's a shock as well. Emmett, any surprises that you see there in Serie B? Uh,
1: you would kind of think Cagliari would be doing better considering they just went down. But yeah, I mean, it's strong though. You've got obviously Brescia, Genoa, Parma, Cagliari.
0: And at the bottom there, look at that, Venezia. Yeah,
1: Shopping. Venezia, Palermo. I mean, that's the thing, and it's such a long season, Serie B, so in two months' time, the table could look completely
0: different. Yeah, it's very, very close. We must keep that in mind after eight match days in Serie B. Nine match days played in Serie A, and we have watched three of them, three of the 10 finishing it off here in Florence with Fiorentina Lazio passing by some of the, what is that A cavalry, Hot dogs after the game for the fans, but we're gonna leave you with that. Yeah, porchetta, it's always good. We're off for another gelato I think after this one. That's it from us, we are about to, Head back to the hotel, maybe have a drink on the way. An Amaro, another Grappa perhaps. That was the Cremona tradition before we left for Florence today. We're off to Naples tomorrow. We'll be there for a couple of days and we will bring you some more action from the stadio. Diego, Armando, Maradona. That's on Wednesday night. Andrea, Napoli, Ajax, are you pumped for that one? I'm super pumped and I'm hoping for at least three goals. Hopefully, they're all going Napoli's way. Yeah, to the home team. We're at Lega Football. And also, we've got a little teaser coming for the Milan Best 11 and Juventus Best 11 for TGU, the Gentleman Ultra. Thank you for joining us live from the Artemio Franki. We'll see you soon. This is
2: Lega Football.